You're about to listen to a true story told live because this is True Stories Live. Brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. profound as, as, as that, but it, um, it does start similarly to where that little poem ended with the uh, turn, tossed and boat metaphor things, but in a more literal sense. Because um, when I was uh, about 10 years old on a holiday somewhere, my mother always insisted if we were going on holiday there had to be a beach. Um, don't particularly know why, I think she just liked the beach. But... Um, we, uh, me and my brother were sort of playing out in the sea and we had this like inflatable dinghy um, which oh, we always kind of took it a little bit further out than you meant to with like two kids with a dinghy but generally it was fine. Um, one particular occasion I was sort of playing it by myself my brother had gone back in presumably for other crisps. Um, whatever people go back in land for. Um, <coughs> and uh, <coughs> and it's a bit wavy, because we're out a little bit further than we are. And um, the dinghy ends up being tilted over. See, there's a connection there. Um, and uh, for, a, for a short period of time, I'm underneath. And um, I realise at this point, can't remember how to swim and I, I don't know if I have armbands or not but I'm kind of a bit stuck underneath this dinghy and getting a little bit panicky because you know oh, I can't touch the bottom of the sea I'm a bit claustrophobic because there's this di inflatable dinghy on top of my head and also I can't breathe um, but I think oh wait no breathing's easy you know it's it's the easiest thing in the world and uh, so I think right what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna inhale some water. Um, <clears throat> and then I think my brother comes back. He's uh, seen me flailing around and turned upside down in his dinghy and flips it over, gets me back in land, and uh, I'm a bit sort of <coughs> being a bit... It's not sick when you're coughing up water from your lungs, but it, it's a similar sensation of unpleasantry. And um, I think about this in time, time when I'm invited by friends to go swimming um, because... I did know how to swim, and after that I kind of learnt again, but I forgot again and then didn't swim for a long period of time because although my mum liked going to the beach, uh, I wasn't that fussed, and uh, to be fair, after one little incident going over in a dinghy, I was like, you know what, don't quite think swimming in the seas for me. Um, but think about this, because uh, I've had to relearn some other things that you're not really meant to have to relearn. Um, so swimming, had to relearn, failed at that. Um, and it's meant to be like riding a bike, you know, you meant to just sort of be able to, once you've got it, pick it up and go. I've had to learn to ride a bike about seven times. <laughs> I do lots of riding in summer and then not and forget. And 
I think by the time I was sort of 15, 16, and I had my own bike and wasn't just like borrowing my brother's or someone else's, I kind of got into the regular enough habit, so I learned how to ride a bike and most of the time not fall off. And I do ride a bike now semi-regularly, but I still fall off because curbs and <laughs> cars and me get very close. Like a level of intimacy I never thought I'd have with concrete and a moving vehicle. Um, which is like all relationships um, encouraged by alcohol. Uh, <coughs> so yeah, don't drink and cycle. Uh, if anything, because you just look like a dick, just wiggling along. But um, yeah, I had to learn to ride a bike, but I get up and I do that. Uh, but you know, learning to ride a bike, it's maybe one of these things like, you know, learning to walk. You know, you, you learn to walk once, uh, um, and then you, you, you kind of, you crawl, you walk, run, and away you go. Um, I had to learn to walk twice, because I decided at one point, when I was um, one, that my brother sliding down the banister was quite cool. So I thought, in my little one-year-old head, well, my dad's in the bath. Um, this isn't a story about inattentive parenting, but it is. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, decided to try and slide down the banister and um, miss. So tilt and fall off the side and break my femur, which is meant to be one of the hardest bones in the body to break, so a little bit proud. It's like that and the jaw, um, but you know, this is, this is still intact, I, I, I think. Um, so I had my second birthday in hospital, uh, had a birthday cake to myself and paracetamol, because when you're one, you can't be given like morphine, um, so a broken leg, both legs and casts, because also one, you're aware, I am in pain. Flailing is the thing I need to do. So the way they stop me doing that is put both your legs in casts. Um, so then had to learn to, to crawl again to, and to walk and to run and bounce, um, which has, has stuck with me. I've not forgotten that. Occasionally, again, the, the drink may occur. And I question whether I can walk, but generally get where I need to be or just teleport, apparently. Um, uh, but yeah, walking is, is maybe one of these things you don't have to learn. It's like breathing. Um, but I can't remember who said it. But they say the hard the uh, they say learning to oh <laughs> speaking in front of people is easy until you have to do it. Um, but breathing is the easiest thing in the world, and until you think about it. Now. Just all think about breathing for a second and collectively self-diagnose yourself with asthma. Um, and, you know, I, I, I've successfully mastered the breathing malarkey. I, I do the walking uh, and all that. But um, some things I'm still a bit reluctant to go back to. Like, I don't, I don't bother with water. That's for other people. Um, you know, there's... There's a lot of world out there, and most of it is water, but frankly, I've got legs and not, you know, fins. So I, I consider my relationship with water one of formal respect, you know. We, we understand each other. I'm going to stay on land, do my thing. Water's going to stay amongst itself um, for the most part. Um, so we've got GCSE... Uh, geography lessons flashing back to me. Um, 
and other things flash back to me from school. Uh, one of them being having to learn to talk to people. Um, because you learn to talk um, after learning to breathe. And then you, in theory in school, you walk up to people and you talk to them. And I was a bit of a little dickhead. Um, I was a quite awkward and um, didn't really know how to interact with people. Um, and then I got a little bit older and I went and started an art course and then met people who were similarly minded, um, by which I mean artists and a bit weird and didn't mind if you were a bit weird and you could just go up to someone and go like, you've got a, so you've got an X-Men lunchbox. Can I sit and talk to you? This is me, age 18. <laughs> Pe most people get over that five, but no, still friends though, which is quite nice. Um, and got into my uni years and learning more how to interact with people and it and it all be fine and, and sometimes getting a bit panicky and stuttery and stammery and having to remember how to breathe without breathing in water. Um, and uh, and I've, I've oddly reached a point where I can now talk in front of people, <laughs> exhibit A, uh, without uh, too much difficulty. Um, and it's kind of nice to have overcome certain social fears that I uh, didn't think I would. Um, and it's nice to know that once you've been tilted over and things have gone a bit crap, you can get back up. But I'm still not going in an inflatable dinghy ever again. <laughs> um, I'll probably leave it there, to be fair. Thank you. Ben Bow. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Thank you, Ben. True Stories Live is a story show and story finding project brought to you by LJ Hope Productions, Norwich Arts Centre and me, Molly Naylor. For more information about all of the work that we do, head to our website truestorieslive.co.uk.